0: Welcome to the J-Train Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin in New York City. That's right. Every Monday and Thursdays, we're here with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how it all works. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, and then they tell a friend, a brother, a a mother, a sister, a mama, a papa, all you got to do Make it your Instagram story. Let people know. Let them know. And you think, well, I only have two hundred. It doesn't matter. Everyone's looking. Everyone's judging. Everyone's like, what am I missing out on? Let people think they missed out. Tag a bitch. Tag a friend. Tag me. I'll ha- I'll hit it with a heart. Also Patreon. We're killing it on Patreon. Luxury Lounge is a hit. Every Wednesday, uh, people comment with their luxury complaints. And then I complain with them. It is a douchey duet. And in the luxury lounge, no one can say a problem is too small. There's no such thing. So every Wednesday on Patreon, I'm getting like 30 complaints an episode. It's great. So <laughs> patreon.com slash Jared patreon.com slash Jared Be a part of the lounge. And we're working our way towards 1,000 members. So then I'm going to watch... I think it's Princess Diaries. I'm going to do a podcast that you would play with Princess Diaries. So go, 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 go. Patreon.com slash Jared Also, I'm on the road. We're back, baby. Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. Albany, Albany, Albany. jaredfreed.com, jaredfreed.com, jaredfreed.com. Very excited for today's guest. An OKP, original key player. Back on the podcast, hilarious comedian, Megan Gailey. Thank you for coming back.
1: Hi Jared. I'm so happy I got to see your like before fate. Like it was like cabaret, you know, when sure. he's like, I gotta go on. Like you swallowed and then you were like, it's showbiz time. I love it's that.
0: Time <laughs> to sing, dance, and dust. I I, I have a, a
1: I have a luxury complaint.
0: Please, I love a luxury complaint. This is what we do <laughs> on Patreon. I love a luxury complaint. So, like, and and this is this podcast is some would say mostly luxury complaints. So, yeah. this is what we deal in. So, I'm a, I, mm-hmm. I would say I'm a professional. What what is your luxury complaint, Meg? Well,
1: about? and you know, it hasn't felt like the time to air this grievance publicly, mm-hmm. but I got um, a new jar of Lemaire. Um, Explain
0: do you know what La Mer-, La Mer, please. It sounds so like La it's M- a cream of some sort.
1: It's it's a it's a fake. It used- I don't know if it's as famous now. It used to be famous. And it like, the story is that they used it on burn victims. And okay. then bitches were like, we need this. Just like yeah. regular non-burn victims were like, give me the stuff. Give me the good okay. good. Is and it like a
0: moisturizer? It's is... a,
1: it's a, a it's a La Creme. Um, oh, and excuse it, me. It, and La Creme. It's very expensive. Like a jar is like $300. Mm-hmm. And I get it, and I open it up, and the glass jar had broken at some point. Just a shard of it, and there oh, were no. shards of glass in my la Mer, la creme.
0: Oh, so that's a that's a full la creme into the la trash because you're well, not sure you're not sure where the glass shard could come up, or if there's more, if there's small. That's yes. the problem with broken glass.
1: And you're putting it on your face. Yeah, So it's yeah, yeah. like you can't, like... And so I got cuts on my hand, and then, you know, I'm... Th- I'm I don't am i even think of myself as thrifty. I I try mm. and not be thrifty, but I'm not going to waste the other thing. So I, like, scooped out the top, wrote a very, very aggressive letter to Bloomingdale's.
0: Absolutely, as you should. Mm-hmm. Did they send you a new one?
1: Yeah, I got a free one.
0: Oh, that's... I mean, then that's thrilled. good.
1: I, oh, I, and... I'm using that one now. I'm now in the free one. And I'm like, this shit feels better. <laughs> like, I'm
0: like, yeah, just because well, this it, was
1: free, I love it. It
0: feels free. <laughs> I would also say to you, I, I mean, to, and this is what we do in the luxury lounge. To your point, I, I mean, in addition to your complaint, Bloomingdale's should send you multiple yeah. La Mer. They, I
1: mean, they should say you registered for my wedding at Bloomingdale's like, yeah, and I reference that. I go, listen, Megan Gailey, I have brought you a lot of business to Bloomingdale's. OK, I got these bitches in Indiana. We don't even have a Bloomingdale's. We're on the website.
0: This is one of those things that you're very lucky to have emailed in as opposed to doing it in store, in store. If this is videotaped, this is a Karen video. Oh, no 100%. question. And just you yelling, my la Creme had shards of glass in it. How could you? And I registered for my wedding day with you. I am a good
1: customer. My husband says that I am a walking Karen video waiting to happen. Like every interaction, he's like, is this it? Is this it?
0: When is the day? I think that about my parents too. My dad, the other day, my mom goes, my mom texted me the other day. She goes, "Your dad got in an argument at CVS." I was like, "Did anyone look Thrill like it? they were on their phone <laughs> near you?" Like, like, I was, and she was like, "I guess there was some argument about, you know, him touching something before giving it to the." And I was like, "Just, just no, Big Brother's watching. Like, it, yeah. it, like, I and you're not gonna be right. No one's taking your side. I'm just, letting I am you know. right though."
1: I am right. You are
0: right. I, I, yes. That's why I'm happy for your email. Like, but they <laughs> should send you multiple from there. Like it I is know. actually, in, it, to me, it says a lot about uh, the customer service at Bloomingdale's for them not to like say like, oh, here's – because like, who wants to hear there's shards of glass in my La Creme?
1: I, and, and I reference that in my letter. I go, I don't even know if – I don't even know what I want. I don't even know what would satisfy (laughs) me.
0: (laughs) I don't know what will make me happy, but I need to be made happy.
1: (laughs) I made it very philosophical to be like, you have have fucked up on such a level that I don't even know if I can put La Creme on my face ever (laughs) again.
0: (laughs) There will be no La Creme on La Face ever (laughs) in the history of my life. (laughs) Well, I'm pumped to have you here. Everyone needs to go follow Megan. She's hilarious. At better megan gailey on instagram at better megan gailey on instagram you have a new podcast which i love a new podcast um i love taking people from this show and adding to their <coughs> library i think mm-hmm. i also love a podcast with a purpose i don't like yeah. we've done the podcast where it's like
1: we chat hey, you
0: know tell <laughs> me about your life and yeah and we have the narcissist who thinks that oh, oh We got so much to say. No, 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 no. This Mm -hmm. is a show with a purpose. It's called Mm -hmm. I Love a Lifetime Movie. And you're co-hosting with Naomi Ekparagon. Am I saying that correctly? That's correct. And it is every Thursday. And Mm -hmm. please explain I Love a Lifetime Movie because I think it's a great concept.
1: So we watch a different Lifetime movie every week, and then Naomi and I break it down. And and because we're sanctioned by Lifetime, like Lifetime found us and did this, and so we. Oh, get so all this the- is sponsored
0: by yes. Lifetime. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Amazing. Lifetime Movie Network,
1: Lifetime. So we have all of the clips, like anything we want to reference on it. They pull from their entire cat like catalog, and then we interview a we've interviewed different stars of the movies. Like this week, Carrie Hilson is on cause she has a new movie called Lust. Wow!
0: So especially with like, well, with lifetime movies, they do a lot of stunt, um, oh, yeah. casting. So oh, you're yeah. going to get like when Nick Vial goes on like a, like a lifetime movie. Like that's yeah. great.
1: They have to come stop by our little podcast, and it's really, like, Carrie Hilson was on, like, a press junket. I felt like I was in Notting Hill, and it's like, hello, we're from Horse and Hound Magazine. (laughs) 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 But, you know, she sat down with us, and so we've gotten, like, a bunch of soap stars, which, like, it's just, like, I'll put it up, and people are like, Cricket! And I'm like, who's Cricket? But they're just, like, Young and the Restless fans that, like, cross over to Lifetime. So it's fun.
0: this is amazing. I think this is a great idea. I love... There was one Lifetime movie I watched, and I love that they can only go so far. So, like, yeah. they there, there's limits to Lifetime. Like, you're there for a... Which is actually comforting. It's like an SVU episode. Right. Our, our mutual friend, <laughs> yeah. Lisa Traeger, has her own podcast about SVU. But, like, SVU, the comforting part is there's a beginning, middle, and end. Every episode, mm-hmm. you know the people. You know there's going to be a bow tied on at the end with lifetime. There's a comforting thing of knowing (laughs) I'm going to get like the sexiness. I'm going to get like the small town, you know, big city girl moves to a small town, but it's also not going to go into this place that I'm like too scared or like feel icky or, you know, you're it's popcorn. Right. Um, There was one where it was like the next door neighbor was the guy that was like, there was cameras on the house. It was like a whole they thing of cameras. They love neighbor
1: the house. work. Neighbor work on Lifetime is huge. Like if you meet yeah. a neighbor, that person is a killer, or that person is gonna fuck your husband. Like those and, are like no one is coming bringing a casserole with good intentions on Lifetime. Abs-
0: this guy was setting up. Yeah, there's no casseroles. There's no like, <laughs> hey, like the kids should get together. They so this guy is setting up security cameras in her house, and that was like kind of I think the premise of the whole thing. Great. and wow. he he's going through her drawers and there's one scene where he like he takes the uh, he takes her bathing suit
1: uh-huh. lifts it
0: out and he just looks at it right and, and then like, he, <laughs> yeah and then there's a dream <laughs> sequence of him and we're supposed to like know he's a creep from this <clears throat> and he and there's a dream sequence of him imagining her in a hot tub in the bathing suit and i was like this is so not what this guy does. Like, right. he, there's no way this guy no. isn't putting the underwear in his mouth, exactly, and then jacking off like yes. you know within three and he's seconds.
1: It's like, trying to find her period underwear. Like a yeah. bathing suit is like clean. You know, yeah, like he's yeah. definitely like I gotta get one in. I gotta yeah, get a I the heavy discharge J I <laughs> I mean, what's nice about Lifetime doing is everything is like ninety minutes. I do. Yeah. I'm. I. We will, my husband will like turn on a movie and if it's like a second over two hours, I'm like, I don't want to watch this. I'm like, so to the point now, I'm like, this is crazy. And they, they start, they shoot you out of a cannon. Like every opening scene is like sex, murder, insomnia, like something is happening immediately. And you're like, wow, wow. They waste no time.
0: I love it. This is great. It's called I Love a Lifetime Movie. She co-hosts it with Naomi Eckbergen and it's every Thursday. So I think everyone needs to go subscribe. I'll have it on my social media. I'm going to have Megan's uh, Instagram on my Instagram, at BetterMeganGailey. Go follow. Go follow Hilarious comic. Let's do some emails. You ready?
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, I hope I can help.
0: I think you can help. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Hey, JTrain, I want to know what you and your special guests think of the common phrase... Loving yourself first before you love somebody else. Do you believe in this? And if so, to what extent? Thank you for all you do. Sincerely, neither Beyonce nor Debbie Downer. So what do we think? I think this is a good opening question. Um, I think this is like, uh, first of all, like these phrases kind of get Mm -hmm. just come out because everyone's just looking for ways to like figure out dating because it's something Mm -hmm. you can't figure out. Like, just like you said, like, I hope I can give good advice we we can only give perspective we don't know shit mm-hmm. you know and, mm-hmm. advice is easier to give than it is to take because there's so many emotions involved when you say loving yourself first before you love someone else that sounds good what do you think
1: of course i mean i think it's something that people just say and it really doesn't mean anything and it's also like you i almost think people say it when they that when there is something that they do want to, like, give you criticism about, but they're like, sure. I, they're not ready to take that. So I'll just say, love yourself. And hopefully they'll go to therapy and figure out what the other thing is. <laughs> like, it's just such a blanket vanilla thing. And it's like, do I, I'm married and I found love. Do I love myself? I don't fucking mm. know. Like, yeah. I definitely think my husband loves me more than I love myself. And I still found him. So yeah, I don't I, think it's not, I, I I just don't, if you're rich too, that like people will want to marry <laughs>
0: <laughs> Money you know? cures all. Yeah, I, th- this is something that rich people say to each other. It feels like, and and it's like you gotta love yourself first. But I do think, I think I I think this, the 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 saying's flawed. Like right. I I do think loving yourself. Like who <clears throat> loves themselves? I think we all have days where we hate ourselves. We have days that we're like fine with ourselves. There's days where we're like, look at me, I'm fucking killing it. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's ebbs and flows. I think accepting some insecurities that is a bigger thing like accepting like hey i'm never gonna have abs like i don't think like guy who's trying to get abs can really concentrate like who's like obsessed Mm -hmm. like i'm using abs as like a very vain and like, to me, a frivolous thing. And I do think, like, when I was, like, 22, I was like, if I have abs, I'm going to get the perfect girl. My life
1: will change, yeah. Life
0: will change. And then you realize, no, it won't change. You're not going to mm-hmm. be more comfortable. You're not going to be a better boyfriend. You're not going to be a better relationship. You're not going to, like, accept people into your life. So I think, like, when you accept yourself a little bit more, you're, like, yes. you're better, like, and you know your faults. Like, <clears throat> if I know, like, I, like, if, you know, t- like... There's, like, a question of, like, I remember going on dates when I wasn't drinking, and because, and I wasn't drinking because I was, like, I wanted to lose weight, Mm -hmm. and I was, like, this isn't, that's not really accepting, like, I need to, like, figure out how to, like, drink and eat right at the same time, you know, like, I'm not really accepting it, I'm trying to find, like, this, like, you know, like, this (laughs) short, yeah, this, like, one month, like, you know, no, -hmm. you know, uh, what do they call it, uh, you know, booze-free Janu- you know, sober yeah, yeah, January, sober yeah. January to get through. I
1: love how you couldn't even come up with the word sober. You were like, what do they call it? What do they call this sauce. thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What do they call this thing I'll never do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah I do think like knowing yourself is, is a sentiment that is important. And you see people that like enter into long-term relationships in their very early 20s or even in college. And it's like, you're going to change so much Mm. that like at 30, you're you're you very well may not be that person and you were that person then but you've evolved into a different person and you do need to like, know your quirks and know what you want and know what is going to be compatible for your lifestyle. And I guess to some extent that is like loving because it implies acceptance of that. But I think knowing yourself is just as important as loving yourself.
0: And sometimes it takes a relationship failing to figure <clears throat> that out about yourself. Yeah. Like I, you know, you get through a relationship, you go, "Wow, here are three things I need to do for the next one." And this all goes under the like loving yourself. Like if someone loved themselves so much that they had no unaw- uh, no awareness, I'd be like, they're, "You're they're not going to find love." Yeah. No. I think, <clears throat> you know, having self-awareness is the it's, key to loving, you know, is ooh. like the key to loving somebody else. Like here are my faults, here's what I'm good at, here's what I'm bad yeah. at, here's what I've done badly in the past. J Train at Gmail.com, J at Gmail.com. We have a lifestyle uh, question. We love a lifestyle question here on the on the podcast. Okay. You ready? <clears throat> Roommate's date is an asshole. Oh boy. First of all, I love your podcast. It really cheers me up every time I listen. So thank you very much for that. I'll try to make it quick. About seven months ago, I moved in with a friend from school and also university. A friend from school and also university. So I'm I'm guessing high this school is from-
1: and college.
0: Okay, so we're or do you think close. they're British? <laughs> they feel British for right now. Yeah. Um, I moved in with a friend from school and also university, so we're pretty close. <laughs> and her brother, we get along very well, and it has been pretty cool sharing a place with them. A few weeks ago, my friend's brother started dating a girl. He invited her for dinner, and the truth is I really didn't like her. She reacted very uh, defensive whenever something asked, uh, someone asked her questions. She never said thank you to anything and acted like she was doing us a favor just by being there. I normally very chill and hate conflict, but these types of people really annoy me, and the perspective of cha- sharing more time with her in the future bothers me. He is meeting her like 3 times a week normally at her place so that's great but the relationship is getting more serious. My approach right now is avoiding the problem and my instincts tell me I should stay quiet. I can tell that she was a bit lonely before. I can tell that she was a bit lonely before so I get that she maybe uh <laughs> he is tolerating Oh, I get I could tell he was a bit lonely <clears throat> before oh, so okay. I get that uh maybe he is tolerating things that he normally would not. I've known him for like 15 years but we're not that close. Well, it's weird that you're not that close. He, he likes keeping his dating life to himself most of the time. But I wonder if there is a way of starting a conversation to see if he notices some red flags, but without forcing anything. What do you think? What should we do uh, when our roommate is dating an asshole? And at what point is it OK to respond when your friend date is being rude to you? I would love to hear your opinion on these. You're always on point with your advice.
1: Thank you so much for reading this. Uh, so what do we think? <clears throat> God, I mean, this is, like, I do think them saying he likes to keep his dating life private, like, mm. there already is a boundary there. So you do have yes. to be respectful of, like, you can't just and- cr- Kramer in and be like, I don't like this bitch, you know? <laughs> um,
0: I love the phrase Kramering in. Uh, you can't just <laughs> Kramer into someone's life.
1: And I and I mean the non-cancellation Kramering in. Sure. Um. <clears throat> so... It's like, this girl's not coming around. You're not very close with this person. It's like, you may just have to let this relationship play out. And like, there's just people you have to hang out with sometimes that you don't like.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I think um, the two, the the things that, her saying that they're not very close, even though they're roommates, number one. Yeah. And um, the the idea that. You know he keeps his dating life pretty private. Number two, I think you have to you have to catch the ball. You don't want to throw the ball. Right? Like, it, it's got to come to you. She asks when do you, can you say something if someone's being rude. You can defend yourself. You can always defend yourself. Mm-hmm. Here's what oh, you yeah. can do. Also, you can say I didn't enjoy her company. And and mm-hmm. I think like if I'm gonna give reasons <clears throat> for you not enjoying her company, I would think and this is an immature thing that this girlfriend or this uh, woman he's seeing. Felt uncomfortable that there are two women in his life yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. He lives that he lives with, with, and she felt insecure, and that's her problem. So her problem doesn't have to be your problem. I think the next time they they offer to do dinner together, you say, I'm out. No problem. Make up an excuse. And, and if it gets to the point where he's like, I've been trying to get you to get to know my friend, hey, I'll let, then now you're catching the ball. Here's the reason I haven't <clears> gone to dinner. That first dinner, A, B, and C happened. And Mm -hmm. I figured it wasn't my place to say anything. You seem to be happy. You seem to be having a fun time. But I kind of, I'm just going to, I just wanted to remove myself from someone that I didn't feel I was going to get along with. Yeah. If you're in a situation where she gets rude to you, it's okay to say, hey, this isn't very nice. I don't nice. like how
1: you spoke to me. We say please and thank you here. Yeah. Like, it's like so I don't like, like you're their
0: mom. I I,
1: don't. I mean, in the meantime, talk shit with the sister. Like his yeah, sister is fun. also there. So it's like, if anyone's gonna overstep, let it be the family. Sure. And if the, stiff, if the sister's fine with this girl, then like you kind of, for him, then you have to be too. But yeah. you can go, she's not my cup of tea. Okay, Not bring. my cup of
0: tea is a great line yeah. for this person because that's a... And then they can ask why. Again, you want to catch. You don't want to mm-hmm. throw. Like, mm-hmm. let the sister go, Have what do you think of so-and-so? Not my cup yes. of tea. Why? Well, did you notice? And you need examples. You can't great. just...
1: because I didn't when, like her vibe. I hate it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's oh. like a real... Her aura. Like her. her aura like was her. bad.
0: You could tell Megan's in LA by the I word know. aura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know no, I that. All that... I don't like her vibe. I don't like her aura. That's all like – and again, this isn't fair, but like when that happened, when women say that, you go, oh, she doesn't like this person. People make uh, assumptions that might not be true. Oh, because she's good-looking because she's dating my brother. And and I think when you get into specifics, you go, she didn't really say thank you. Uh, it felt like a little bit of a rudeness. I don't know if you got yeah. that too. And then people go, you know, I didn't notice. I'm going to be on lookout for next time. And then mm-hmm. maybe the sister says to her brother – Hey, have you noticed, you know, now the sister has a a leg to stand on because it's family, it's blood.
1: Or the sister says, oh, you know what? He said she's shy and like she just felt felt like a little on the spot. And like I've hung out with her since and it was like on her turf or we met in neutral place and she was like chiller and nicer.
0: The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Hello Tushy with a reminder, Mother's Day is May 9th. Mom wiped your ass for years. Return the favor with the perfect gift for Mother's Day from Hello Tushy. I gotta say. My mom's done everything in the world for me. My mom is there even when I don't ask her to be there. And that's why we gotta give it back. We gotta make sure Mother's Day is a special day and it can't just be the same old, same old. I think this is a perfect idea for Mother's Day. Bring your mama into the future of toileting. This is, you might think like, ah, I don't want to think about like my mom, you know, wiping her butt on the toilet, but This is something that literally changes lives, makes your life better, more convenient. You're saving them money. The Hello Tushy 3.0 Modern Bidet Attachment is stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and affordable. It cuts toilet paper use by 80%, pays for itself in a few months. Hello Tushy 3.0 doesn't just cleanse your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. It cleans itself with the Smart Spray Automatic Self cleaning nozzle. And it's easy to install. Even your parents can put this shit together. But also, you can do it for them. This is gonna be a fun day. You get it before, you bring it over, you put it together, you say, Mom, head into that bathroom, take it for a ride. It attaches to your existing toilet and uh, requires no electricity or additional plumbing. Plus, every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. And if mom already has, a t- has got a tush on her pot, you can upgrade her now to the new 3.0 model. Join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. Your mom's dealt with your shit for years. Now give mom the gift of a clean butt from Hello Tushy. Go to hellotushy.com slash jtrain to get 10, 10, 10, 10% off. This is a special offer just for you. Go to hellotushy.com slash jtrain for 10% off. That's hellotushy.com slash jtrain. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. When you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? You don't want random passerbys looking in on you, so why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like going to the bathroom with the door open. Did you know that your internet service provider like Comcast or Verizon knows every single website you visit? And what's worse is they can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who will use your data to target you. ExpressVPN puts a stop to this. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone. I use ExpressVPN on all my devices. It works on everything, phones, laptops, even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi can still be protected even if they don't have ExpressVPN. And the best part is using ExpressVPN is an easy is as easy as closing the bathroom door. You just fire up the app, click one button, you're protected. ExpressVPN is the world's number one rated VPN by CNET Wired, The Verge, and countless others. So if you're like me and believe your online activity is your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash jtrain today. Use my exclusive link right now, expressvpn.com slash jtrain, and you can get an extra three months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash jtrain. jtrain podcast at gmail.com, jtrain podcast at gmail.com here with Megan Gailey at Better Megan Gailey on Instagram, the podcast. I love a lifetime movie. Love this. It's with Lifetime. You can trust it just like their shows. Go, go, go. Subscribe, follow, get involved. I like this one. Taking it slow or not interested. Ooh. Met this guy in February. We went out to a bar and our friend group started talking. Oh, we were out at a bar and our friend group started talking. I think that's a great way to meet someone. It's fun. But the problem with the friend groups, you know, combining at a bar randomly is... There's room to keep it casual. There's room to play, you know, blissful naivete where you're like, oh, you know, like now we're in, you know, and guys do this all the time.
1: I thought you uh, were gonna say there's room for a friend to get in a fight with a part of the other group. Like my friend, oh my god! I always have a friend thought. who's like, "Fuck that guy, Megan." I hate. <laughs> you know what? He may be fine. His friend—he's a piece of shit. And you're like, okay, that's what happens when we would have friend groups combined.
0: <laughs> I feel like you hang out with like the the gang from Goodwill Hunting. Like, what are you talking to you? You're from Southie. <laughs> <laughs> we hit it off and made out that night. He got oh. my number, told me the next day that we should plan to see each other again. But he had a giant uh, certification exam in two weeks and he wouldn't be free until it was over. Um, see, this is where I'm like the title taking it slower, not interested. You meet his friend groups. So, okay. That's like option for casuals. There mm-hmm. gets your number. Told me the next day that we should plan to see each other. That's a but we I need should two weeks. Yeah, but I need two weeks because of the certification we should is to keep people on the hook. We should do yeah. a trip. We should. Yeah. And that, mm-hmm. that's kind of like inventing a fantasy of how good of a they. It's like guys do this when they're like, I know what a good boyfriend would be. So I'm telling you, I know. So uh-huh. you'll stay with me more because I have the capacity for good boyfriendness.
1: And he's already made out, and he's not going to meet a new person in the next two weeks when he's just studying. So he's yeah. like, I already got somebody. I just got to keep him around I, for a little gotta bit. Got to keep it on the smart. hook. It um, is smart. It's,
0: it's smart. These are all moves, though. <laughs> so we waited two weeks, saw each other again, then planned another date, but it also ended up being two weeks later because of our schedules. He seemed to only want to hang out on the weekends. Okay, that's an issue. We just had our third date, also two weeks later because I got COVID. LOL. On this last date.
1: LOL. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> On this last date, we went back to his place and made out again, but I said I wanted to take it slow, and he said he was totally fine with that. I'm looking for someone to date, so I want to make sure we're both thinking of, uh, thinking of heading in that direction before going further sexually. Totally fair that uh, the dates are great and I really like him when we're in person, but his lack of effort to try and hang out makes me think he's just stringing me along. If he doesn't try to see me more frequently, is that a sign that he's only in it for casual fling? Should I cut it off now to not waste my time or should I just keep with the slow pace and see where things go? So what do we think?
1: OK, well, they said that it was because of both of their schedules, that it was the two weeks the mm-hmm. second time. And then they said it was because they got COVID. So yeah. it's like a lot of these timeline things seem like they're dual imposed. And it sure. and it doesn't seem like it's just him doing this. So <clears throat> I think that you just communicate that you would like to see each other more frequently. And then he either meets that expectation or he doesn't.
0: So what do you think about the weekend dates? So like I l- let me first start by before that question, I am not a proponent of like playing detective on someone else's interests. Like what she's saying, she's like, because he doesn't do a <clears throat> doesn't mean he feels B. I don't think yeah. there's such a, you know, straight line between those two things. And I don't think it's ever going to work out in your favor to like live that way you'll uh-huh. never win that way because there'll always be a new feeling that you don't know that you're trying to figure out mm-hmm. to me right now this person is telling me i'm having fun when we see each other but i'm feeling kind of meh about how he's pursuing me that's okay uh-huh. to say and uh-huh. and when you say put it in your terms because like let's start at her terms her terms are the dates are fun but I don't feel pursued, and that feels mm-hmm. badly. So, okay, that's okay. To me, the weekend dates, yeah, those are fun. But again, this all lands into the world of casual, and you want a weekday date. I would say, what do I want that would make me feel more pursuit? And it's not even like ten texts in a row. It's saying, "Hey, I've been Let's having on fun. A Wednesday." I want to do drinks this Wednesday. Like, mm-hmm. like in your perfect boyfriend world, could you text a guy last second? Hey, let's do drinks tonight. And it, and it, and like it works out and you have fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. And do if you won't do that, and and I think what's hovering over this email is the idea that they've done date three and sex didn't happen.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: now it feels <clears> like, and I would like, I would ask you, like, as in in the female shoes, it's gotta suck when the guys like, and I like the guy's doing all the right things. He's like, "You don't want to have sex, whatever you're comfortable with." Mm-hmm. But it's gotta suck to be like, okay, now this is all in my hands. Like, what? not not like uh, we want it all in your hands. I'm I'm saying like, cons- I'm I'm not talking about it in consent wise. I'm talking about like, oh, I'm the arbiter of when sex is okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like. Waiting for the other shoe to drop that like you have sex and then you drift away
1: this wasn't a strategy of mine, but I just would have sex immediately but yes. never there was i, I <laughs> there were multiple men that I dated that I had sex with before we ever went on a date and it got yeah. to the point where they were like, Megan I would really like to take you out and I'd be like, this is kind of fine too <laughs> yeah well that's
0: the thing everyone's comfortability with that like 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 I'm sure there's women out there that are like jealous of that viewpoint like oh i can have sex first and not feel like i'm like looking six months ahead like yeah she's saying that her comfortable everyone deserves their own yeah. comfortable. and i think she sex.
1: likes this guy too and i think she's like he uh, part of it too is i think she's like you need to put in more work before we're gonna have sex
0: absolutely and i need to know that like you're <clears> not gonna like just bolt after sex and i think like yeah i think she has to communicate that's fair a little bit of that, like, Hey, yes. like, Hey, I'm having a great time with you. Um, the sex is kind of hovering because I kind of feel like you keep making plans. You like we're one, on this, foot like in,
1: one foot out.
0: Yeah. And I'm looking at like, get physical with someone that I'm actually dating and he might run away from that. That's okay uh-huh. though. Like you're better uh-huh. off for having them run away. But like, I think, I think starting with what does, what does fulfillment mean to you? And I think like <laughs> going back to what we said in the beginning, like awareness, like she's like, you know, she writes. Um, I want to make sure we're both thinking ahead, uh, think of heading in that direction before going further sexually. Uh, that's awareness. That's exactly yeah. what we're talking about. So you're you're saying, hey, this is how it works for me. This is the puzzle piece that I am. So I think like saying to him, like, hey, like, I it feels a little weird. I only see every two weeks. Like, start with mm-hmm. that, and then mm-hmm. it's like, I'd love to do drinks on like Wednesday if you're around. Yeah. And he either does it or he doesn't. Then you right. you know t- then that becomes like fourth date. You go so like, are you like? How do you feel about what we got going on here? Like, I'm enjoying your company. Do it yeah. in I terms, too.
1: Yes. Take a little ownership of it because the scheduling does seem like it's both of them. Great yeah.
0: point. J train <clears throat> podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at we, gmail.com. Here we're changing people's
1: lives. Oh, my God. This is I love what this. it's all about.
0: Well, it's about <laughs> rational conversation. We don't want mm-hmm. th- this podcast is not the person at the brunch table being like
1: dump. No, you have to take the emotion out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. No, it's very and, I mean, like, I married a friend. I married someone that I had been friends with for eight years and then we started dating. And so the nice thing when that happens is that they know everything about like sure it you're really like this is me I'm a cunt and they're like I love it or they don't you know, yeah, and, and they, the same me for him It's like he loves pizza and sneakers. I either want that or I'm like what
0: well it's also like it's almost like the when you date a friend and this is why friends with benefits kind of like heads for disaster sometimes is when you date a friend from years before it's like having the menu outside the restaurant. Yeah, like I love that. you know you know whatever you know what's <laughs> yeah. on the menu, shoes and pizza. You go, "Yeah, I know what I'm getting into." You didn't go in, sit down, ask for a menu, then go, "I don't really want it." That's uh, right. the difference. You know, that's kind of mm-hmm. what dating apps and getting introduced is like is sitting there and going, "Do we have to get, leave a tip even though they brought the water already?" You know, like it's like <laughs> yeah that that's the beauty of it the, in where it becomes detrimental is friends with benefits. You go, you read the menu. You mm-hmm. liked it enough to come in. Uh-huh. Why won't you eat here? Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Megan Gailey at better. Megan Gailey. Go follow, go follow, go follow the podcast. I love a lifetime movie. I love a podcast with a premise. I think this is great. I think everyone will enjoy it went on a travel date together then ghosted help.
1: Oh, that's a t- that's tough.
0: That's a tough one, but it's actually more normal than people assume 100%. it to be. Yes. People do this thing with trips where they go, we're going on a trip. We're and I've and I'm you know guilty of, you know like advancing this narrative because I always make the joke. I'm like every relationship is like uh first date, second date, third date, you know, sex. Uh, fourth date, fifth date, sixth date, Instagram post, seventh date, eighth date, nine day trip. You know, like I yeah. I understand that <clears throat> that feels more important. And then there's family trip. Family trip. I've known this guy, 35 years old, from my fitness social circle for about a year. And we started DMing through the pandemic. I live in Texas for now. He's in NYC. Okay. Mm, this is okay, a so that's ghostable. Not a trip.
1: That's not a trip. That's a long distance I you ran into him saying, when like,
0: I... I hear you. I think it's going in a different direction, though. Hold on. I ran into him when I visited in March. So she lives in Texas. He lives in NYC. Ran into him when he visited in March. We started chatting. It was an instant connection. We exchanged numbers. It's weird that they know each other from fitness social circles for a year. And but they live in different, different places.
1: States. So Maybe. are they do they love Peloton? I'm like try, I'm like is it SoulCycle? What's going on?
0: Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> are they part of like they train with a trainer who does group fitness online? Like yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, or like CrossFit and they like their CrossFit gym is owned by a guy who's friends with the other CrossFit gym. I I There's love There's a lot of different ways. Oh, fitness like dangerous beautiful mind is happening over here right now.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> I live in Texas for now. He's in NYC. Ran into him when I visited in March. We started chatting and it was an instant connection. We exchanged numbers. Long story short, we planned a trip to meet up together in Miami. We text uh, daily for three weeks, including some long phone calls. We spent almost the entire weekend in Miami together. We got to know each other pretty well, kissed a lot, but didn't hook up. Okay. Yeah. Very wholesome. He invited me to be his wedding guest in Mexico and asked me to come to come whale shark diving with him as well. I asked him twice if he was serious, and we discussed this briefly, and I said that yes, I'd love to come. However, I have no immediate plan to move back to NYC when he asked if I'm coming back. Oh, so she went to Texas because of the pandemic, and this makes sense. Oh, okay,
1: gotcha, gotcha.
0: When he asked if I'm coming back, I said I didn't really want to. I would for him, but didn't say that. I think you're oh. a little ahead of yourself. Okay. <laughs> uh, a- after Miami, the texting slowly started to trickle down, and I haven't heard from him at all in two weeks. He's very introspective. I know. Mm. I don't think he's a fuckboy. We are both looking for a supportive relationship. I know that Mexico probably won't happen now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Uh, but did he ghost me? I, I didn't want to lose the contact with him, but I'm shocked that a 35-year-old man would invite me to a wedding then disappear especially since we have mutual friends, is it because I live in Texas? Would we rekindle if I move back to NYC? Megan Gailey, what do you think?
1: Well, I don't even think you should be worried about rekindling if you move back to NYC, because he has handled this situation in a way that it sounds like hasn't made you feel great. Yeah. So that it's like, it's at this point, it's over, because like unless he apologizes and has some like, I was in a coma, you know, something to say. Sure, It's made you not, it's made this lady not feel good. And so it's like, you're not going to be with this person.
0: Sorry to interrupt, but that is such an important point. She needs to admit this doesn't feel good. Like right now she's in this like, where is he? We did all this. You should be mad. Someone Mm -hmm. you took a trip with and spent intimate time with, you didn't have sex, but you did make out is is disappearing on you
1: and you made future plans for another trip that requires a passport
0: (laughs) exactly during a pandemic so yes with PCR tests so listen my biggest problem with her because we can only speak to her he is not acting maturely fine Mm -hmm. my biggest problem with her is she's afraid to hear the answer from him so she came to us yeah so you need to get mad hey where have you been? It's kind of weird that we took a trip to Miami and you've kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. She's so upset, you know, and she writes. She's so she's at chapter 10 when she needs to go back to chapter two. Mm-hmm. Chapter two is he disappeared after your trip. You're talking about moving back. Who we rekindle. No no. Uh, no, 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 no. You you are at uh, you should. You broke up. Should. You broke up. You have to think about breaking up with him. Like, Mm -hmm. like, like, Hey, do you, and ask yourself, do you want to date someone who would disappear after a trip to Miami? Yes or no? No. No. Hey, Hey man. Um, it's been a while. I feel like you're phasing me out. I feel like you're phasing Mm -hmm. me out. Um, I was looking to get to know you more. I'm not going to come to Mexico by the way. LOL. You can write that. Um, because I don't want to do it on a trip with someone who would disappear out of my life in this particular way. He'll yeah. come back with excuses. I've He'll been come busy. Yeah, uh, you know. was
1: the pandemic. I got the shot. Sure. I, you know all these things, but it's like, uh, and 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 you can say understandable, but the way it was handled is just not something that made me feel good.
0: If she wants to know what's going through his <clears> mind, I'll give you a few things. You made out on a trip to Miami, okay? So, which is fine, but. That is one of those, like you can do whatever you want physically. I'm not going to tell you, you know, there was no mistake made because you did what you felt comfortable doing. What I will say is he then goes back and rethinks this. He goes, okay, if she, if we do another trip, if we do the next thing, this is automatically serious. So Uh like he's making the decision. It's kind of like the last email with like the woman being like, I want to do a date on the Wednesday. Like and I'm only going to get physical with you when this gets serious. Like it's okay for someone to opt out. You'll be better off for it because now uh-huh. you know who what they're looking for, or that they're not looking to get serious with you, which is fine. But just know if I left a trip where I made out with someone in Miami, and then I, I would go, well, okay, do I see a future with us? It would uh-huh. force me into future. Thoughts that i wasn 't doing before you may yeah. think because and you're you 're using his age twice, so I think that 's important to the emailer a thirty five year old man would invite me to a wedding then disappear
1: they, his age doesn 't matter they do this all the time
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean like you know Larry King was on his like twelfth <laughs> wife, so like so i like the idea that his age has relevance here it doesn 't mm-hmm. he was getting to know you, went to Miami. Realize this ain't, this is going to be serious. This is either going to be serious or nothing. And he's, it seems like he's opting for nothing in the least mature way possible.
1: Right. And it it almost doesn't matter what he's decided. It's what Mm. he's done to not communicate. That is the issue. It's like, it could be that you live in Dallas. It could be the X, Y, Z. It does. It truly it can run the gamut and it doesn't matter, but he hasn't been upfront and communicated with you. And that is what the issue is.
0: The J train is brought to you by upstart. Do you dread looking at your credit card statement every month? I don't blame you. Upstart can lift that weight off your shoulders so that you can finally feel the relief of being free of credit card debt. I can tell you right now, this is a great opportunity because upstart you know, listen, it might help you, it might not. That's the beauty of it. You're gonna look into it. Right now, if you have debt and you're paying high interest credit card debt, you can combine all those rates and see if it matches this upstart rate. And then the upstart rate, if it's better, you go with that and you pay it off and now you pay upstart. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners because they assess more than just your credit score. With a five minute online rate check, you can see your rate up front for loans from one to a $50,000. You can get approved the same day and can receive funds as fast as one business day. If debt is taking over your life, it's time to get a fresh start with Upstart. This is just a way to see if you can save yourself some money. So go check it out. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash JTrain. That's upstart.com slash JTrain. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know I sent you. Here's the fine print. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash JTrain. The J train podcast is brought to you by Pandora jewelry. Mother's Day is coming up May 9th. Everyone loves their mom. I love my mom. You love your mom. And it's, it's, it's a hard thing to figure out what to get a mom. You love her, but you want to make sure you know she knows how special you think she is with something different, new, authentic and fun. Your mom has been there for you your whole life and I guarantee no matter how long it's been since the last time she saw you, she misses you right now. She wants to squeeze those little cheeks. Give her something that will always remind her of how much you love her with a gift from Pandora Jewelry. Jewelry for mom makes the perfect gift. And Pandora's charm bracelets are a lasting way to share memories. Every charm from Pandora is handcrafted to commemorate life's milestones. From hearts, angel wings, or a family tree, Pandora has hundreds of charms to personalize your gift. That's the beauty. Personalize it. You can tell a story with these charms. Pandora also has rings, bracelets, and earrings, in a variety of styles and finishes. Let mom know you'll always be by her side with a message of love that she can wear every day. Shop safely in store with Pandora's styling experts to find the perfect gift for any mom on your list. Thank the mom in your life for always being there with a sparkling gift from Pandora Jewelry. Mark your calendars. Shop online or in store between April 22nd to the 26th and receive a bonus gift with your $150 Pandora Jewelry purchase. A limited edition sterling silver bangle. Go to us.pandora.net slash JTrain. Let me say that again us.pandora.net slash jtrain to start shopping or find a store near you. That's us.pandora.net slash jtrain and give mom something that shines as bright as she does. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Megan Gailey. I love a lifetime movie. This one's called, is this weird dear Jared and guests? I love the pod. I'm forever thankful to my friends who told me to start listening. I had a great first date with a guy I met off a dating app. There was chemistry. He kissed me at the end. So I assumed he also thought the date went well, but I have not heard from him yet. And the date was two days ago at the start of the date. He told me that his phone had just broke and showed me that it wasn't working. Wouldn't it be funny if guys started bringing like two phones on a date, showed you the broken one just to get out of texting you?
1: That is so wild. Wouldn't it like,
0: did you, did you think that too?
1: I I just I like do showing think it's crazy. Phone. And he's like, "See, see, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it is weird. That is my response to the question, and I don't even doth, know if that's the question.
0: Doth protest too much? Like, look, <laughs> yeah. look, it is broken. It's like yes. we're on a first date, dude. I don't give a fuck about your phone. Yeah, like is T-Mobile open? Like, but I have not heard um, that it wasn't working. So I am. Uh, so now I am wondering if his phone is still broken. If he got fixed, but he lost the app, we didn't exchange numbers yet. Or if he's just interested in going out, uh, just not interested in going out again. I found his Instagram. We go to the same school so I could easily find his email and contact him. But my friends are telling me that is weird. I rarely feel excited about someone after a first date. So I would hate to miss an opportunity for a second date due to a technical error. Technological error. (laughs) Yeah, we stop seeing each other due to tech difficulties. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Do you think it would be weird uh, to email him or send him a DM? Do I wait a few more days to see if he sends a message or should I just accept the fact that he probably doesn't want to go out again? Gailey, what do you think?
1: Oh God, I forgot that I was like, can't you text him? But I forgot they didn't exchange numbers. Okay, I don't think you need to email him. Um Emails I do, out. Emails no. out. Let's emails let's, out. Your friends
0: stopped you and made a good decision. Email. Yeah. Him.
1: But like she has the instincts that I would do. Like I would totally yeah. be like, I'll just go to his house. He obviously doesn't have his phone and I'll just stand outside and wait for him. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I guess I don't think I don't I, I don't think DMing him is crossing the line. But I do think that if he wanted to have gotten in contact with you, he would have. And I no hope that's bro- like yeah. not shitty to say.
0: No, no broken phone has stopped a guy from wanting a blow job. Like, yeah. it's just, that's just the truth. Why and didn't you
1: exchange numbers? You know, like that to me is fishy.
0: I always have a problem with dating app people who don't exchange numbers. To me, that's a way of like having a one night stand Mm-hmm. and 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 getting away from you like yeah, it's a wall you should exchange now, I I can't see any reason I wouldn't exchange a number after meeting someone nice on an app and I
1: give my number to literally anyone on the street and I'm I'm I, talking yeah. an unhoused person I'm like if you get a phone text me you know yeah. like you can just give your number it doesn't you're not Kevin Durant you know give it yeah, out exactly
0: yeah I I totally agree so He's already acting weirdly, showing you the, like, you know, showing you the broken phone, not exchanging the numbers. If a guy doesn't exchange the numbers with you, I hate that idea of, like, I only exchange numbers with people. Like, go fucking get out, you know, get over yourself is yes. really my thought. And so if someone won't do that, it's them trying to get away from you before they've even met you. So mm. to me, I, but I also don't believe in trying to figure out the feelings in someone's head as we've gone over. You had a good time. You mm-hmm. enjoyed their company. He also might not want to go on a second date. So mm-hmm. you have to, you have to, those three things have to stay in your mind. He, I like them. I want a second date. He might not want a second date. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would DM. Hey, yeah. Um, <clears throat> just thought, uh, and and make it, I hey I had a great time with you, um, I know you had a broken phone, so, <laughs> I mean, I know your phone was broken, so I didn't want to get lost in a, uh, I didn't want our second date lost due to second technical difficulties. Like I think that's a funny flirty way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To let him know I want a second date, I found you.
1: <laughs> yeah, the- I'd be like I found you with little binoculars. <laughs>
0: that's fun. Admit to it. Admit, yeah. to, the, admit to the creepy. <clears throat> and then say, you know, if you want a second date, I'm down. Yeah. And here's my number and drop your number because you mm-hmm. want things to move to text. Here is the problem with this advice. And the problem is people hear this and then he gets back to her positively but doesn't make the date. And well, then it's gone. The, the problem is this guy will, you know, he might still want to hook up with you and not want to date you. So, you have to keep that in mind as well. So, if he gets back to you and goes, Oh, wow, you know, like now he's like kind of like hip pocketing you, like for Mm -hmm. for if and when. Mm -hmm. You want, you have to go in knowing, I want a second date. He has to text me for that. If he doesn't, that is below what I want, (laughs) unless you want to hook up, which is totally fine. And
1: just, yeah, it sounds like they're in college. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I just, yeah, in college, I'm like, don't have a boyfriend. (laughs) There's no need. (laughs) Don't do that to yourself
0: just fuck on the first date the Megan Gailey we'll call it J Train Podcast thank you that's my memoir (laughs) I love it fuck on the first date J Train Podcast at gmail.com J Train Podcast at gmail.com let's do one more is that okay yeah I forwarded you an email with an attachment yes
1: yes yes yes
0: okay you ready Mm mm-hmm this one's called he lost interest after his ex contacted me okay let's see Jared. Love the pod. Thank you for all you do for us podcast listeners. Hold on. I'm having all sorts of issues. Though. I went on one date with a guy named Matt. I've had a crush on Matt for a few months. Two days after our first date, Matt's ex reached out to me on Instagram. She said he's a bad guy and I should be cautious of his anger issues. It remains a mystery how she knew we went on a, on one date. He says he, says he doesn't talk to her anymore. I asked Matt's friends about his ex. She knows her enough to ask the friends. I asked Matt's friends about his ex. They said she does this to every woman in his life and not to listen to her. She's insane. I told Matt his ex reached out to me. He sent me this sweet message attached. Screenshot one. I agreed to go out with him. Uh, So let's do you want to read Screenshot one?
1: Yes. Uh, I'll be gosh. him. You yeah. be her. <laughs> sorry, I was, I was, I was already doing my line reading. I was so excited. <laughs> uh, uh, should I have not told you?
0: No, I'm glad you did. I've got to file a fucking restraining order <laughs> or something. I'm really sorry this happened. I like you uncontrollably. Mm. It's literally all I've <laughs> thought about the last week, and this
1: shit happening sucks. And I love mm. that.
0: Oh, and then you heart. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I hearted you? it. <laughs>
0: Mmm, maybe that seems a bit over the top. I'll rephrase. I haven't met anyone like you, someone who has the same values and sense of humor as me, in a long time. I really enjoy spending time with you. That sounds a bit less creepy.
1: No, it's sweet, heart emoji. Will Def still hang? I blocked her.
0: (laughs) Okay, so that's screenshot one. I agreed to go out with him again the following Wednesday, but he didn't really make a plan. At 5 p.m. on Wednesday, he texted me. Sorry, parents dropped in last minute. I can't make it tonight. See screenshot two. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, perfect size. I, that, there's no context for what she said before that, and they haven't had sex, so it's not about his dick.
0: Yes, but he does make it about his dick. That's what she said. <laughs> 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 good, good, I'm glad. Got to check it out.
1: Yes, it put me in such a good mood.
0: Hey, you, my folks dropped in randomly to visit. I haven't seen them in a few months, so I'm probably screwed for tonight, frowny face.
1: No worries.
0: Very cold and a total 180 from the first text. I'm confused. What happened? Did his ex make him miss her? Uh, We haven't even slept together yet, and he already changed his mind about me. Has he lost interest? Should I have not told him about the ex reaching out? Megan Gailey, what do you think? Have you ever reached out to oh no. uh, like someone seeing an ex of yours no but,
1: no but i've had multiple women reach out to me or like come and i there was a there was a girl in the front row of my half hour taping who was dated my ex after me
0: oh my god yeah and did you know that they were them like yeah. or did they met oh wow
1: oh I knew oh I knew i walked out and I was like dude Like, yeah, I've definitely had women that like dated exes after me come up and want to talk about things. And I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you, I'm good. Um, in this scenario, I don't think it's about the ex. I don't think he misses his ex. Like, no. And if he does, then he's a psycho like, oh, too. You know, like you're not like I want a restraining order. And then like actually, when you brought her up, I kind of missed her. <laughs> like, that, yeah, that's not what's happening. Um, I think it's shady to cancel a date at 5 p.m. I think that timing is like really inconsiderate. Yes. And I do think it's tough. Of course, what it, she's going to say no worries, but it is like it it was shitty to do and it doesn't seem like he's made any plans since. So he he's not being open and honest and I think she needs to have a conversation with him and just be like what's going on?
0: This ain't the guy. This guy's got other things going on. I I I agree with you. There's shadiness here. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. She's like, how did the he is I I don't I I I don't buy like I don't like when people are like she's insane, like the oh, friends, I know. like she's no, insane. No, no. I don't like that narrative because it's all there's three sides to every story your side, mm-hmm. my side, and the truth. The friends of his are getting his side of the story right he doesn't get they don't get her side of the story. I'm not saying that she isn't wrong or has made mista- hasn't made mistakes, but let's live in the world of empathy where there's a like a middle ground where everyone's ten percent away from us in the mm-hmm. world where everyone's ten percent away from us sanity wise. Her and her – I think her and him are still talking in some way. Oof. They communicate in some way. Uh, she is I, – I don't <laughs> think he's blameless. And no, the reason no, – no, no. ma- And I'm, I know I'm making kind of an assumption about him. and be, I just – first of all, we don't know about him. Second of all, he does this love bomby y text yeah. where he's like, I, I like you uncontrollably. They've never even had sex. It's literally all I've thought about. Then he takes it down a step. It's – to me it's very manipulative where that is someone who isn't just doing that with you. He's doing that with the ex. He's doing that type of stuff with you. He's doing, and then he's making up excuses. The parents came 5 PM before a date. Like, They randomly dropped in like and it's the only excuse you can't say anything to because it's your parents. What are you going to say? You're going to be the person who hasn't had sex with him yet that's saying, how could you cancel on me? You can't. So this guy knows what he's doing. And I think his I think it's not as much that he's chased away. Like, I think a guy like this comes back. But I do yes. think like a guy like this isn't worth dating because you're no. not getting the whole story. Like mm-hmm. I think this ex that reached out to you is getting DMs or getting responses to her Instagram story. There's something going on that we don't know. And I yeah. and I think when someone, you know, we, we reference Maya Angelou a lot, but like oh, know, on this podcast. But uh, when, yeah, <clears throat> when someone, what is her quote? Uh, if someone um, says they love you uncontrollably, uh, but they cancel the date, believe them. You know,
1: yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <like both. laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, set them free. I
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I, well, I, I think you have to believe who he is. And yeah. there's, you know, three weirds make a breakup. And then like, the I, got, situation I got three weirds. Messy.
1: The situation yeah. seems messy. It's like, do you, you went on one date and you got a DM girl. That seems annoying to deal with. Yeah. Like, is he worth it, it? No.
0: And it's not a, hun- like, here's the thing. No one's. We all we we tend to think like in the bell curve of life, we we always assume the tail ends for this girlfriend to be as crazy as he's saying she is. She'd have to be like in an institution, like Uh jumping around with heart shape. You know, uh, she took her lipstick and made hearts over his face like that's not how that's not who she is. She and him have something that's still. You know, it's an open tab relationship. The the mm-hmm. tab is open on the web browser, and you're getting brought into this because he's trying to find more women. Get away. It's not worth figuring out and stop communicating. Block, delete.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Megan Gailey, thank you so much for coming on. This is fantastic.
1: Thank you. I had a great time.
0: Everyone, go follow Megan at Better Megan Gailey. The podcast, I love a Lifetime movie with uh, Naomi Ek Go, go, go! Follow, subscribe. I'm Jared Fried. We're here every Monday and Thursday. We'll be back next episode. Boom.